This is a production of KMMedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... First thing I'd like to say is thank you to Hubbard Radio and allowing us to come over here to Kixie. This is our premiere episode. We've got a great show for you, so you need to hang out with us. And by the way, this is a live local presentation. So we are here in the Seattle area, and so we present uh, uh, lots of really cool people, and today's no exception. I picked a really good one for our first show. I hope that she'll stay with us for the entire time. And uh, we also take calls because we're local and we're live. So if you find yourself in the middle of thinking that you would like to talk to our our guest today, you're certainly welcome to give us a call. Eric um, is here. How are you, sir? Hey, Kevin, I'm doing fine. Good to talk to you. Yes, Happy indeed. Friday. I'm- Happy Friday, and we are going to be here every 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon on Kixie. We also do um, KKNW on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and so you can find us in all those locations. And And I want to personally thank uh, KKNW and uh, Eric yourself, because you're the program director, to get us here on Kixie, because I think we've got some really valuable information to share. Absolutely. So it's it's great fun and now, now remind me are we also on we're on Streamyard so we're going to um, where are, where the heck are we going? <laughs> <laughs> well, folks can uh, catch uh, catch the show of course live every Friday at three right here on KIXI, uh, but you can also check it out on Kixie's Facebook page, uh, KKNW's Facebook page. Positive Talk Radio's Facebook page or uh, Positive Talk Radio's YouTube channel or KKNW's YouTube channel. So lots of places, really, uh, if you miss the show, uh, you can go back and check out the archives, any of those places. Um, And, of course, uh, we love it if you can listen live. Absolutely. This is a great great time for us. And we have got... um... Are you familiar with uh, TED Talks, uh, Eric? Of course, yeah. Very popular. Very popular. Well, this particular young lady that we're going to feature for the entire show did a TED Talk, and it was viewed 1.1 million times. Wow. Which is which is really is huge. She is a intimacy coach. She works with couples to help them get through some of the issues of life, especially as we get a little older and we're not maybe as frisky as we once were and stuff. (laughs) And so (laughs) I, I'm speaking for myself, of course, Uh, not for you, but uh, it's, it's uh, we're going to have a great time with her. So I, again, I want to thank you and KKNW and uh, Kixie for allowing us to come here and do our live show at three o'clock on Fridays. It's our pleasure. Well, thank you so much. And uh, with that, I'd like to uh, uh, introduce our guest today. Um, she is an amazing lady, um, and she is a, a what they call an intimacy coach, and she works with 
couples primarily. She works a lot with men. So don't, men don't turn away. You need to uh, pay attention to this because she works with men, women, couples. She works with people with businesses and, and, and also their personal lives so that they can make things work in all aspects of their personal life a little bit better. And so she's going to kind of be a regular here that we're going to have from time to time. And we want to make sure that uh, we give her her just due. So uh, Amy Color is her name. And Amy, come on in. How are you? I'm great, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to kick off your show with you. It's an honor. It, I, I have to tell you, I'm very, very, very excited about adding Kixie to our lineup. It really yeah. is going to be it'll be really cool and we're going to have a great time talking about intimacy and what you do and how you're able to help people i've got the phone numbers i'm going to give out in a couple of minutes and uh then we then if somebody would like to call that has an issue that they'd like to discuss with us then uh, we will be able to do that as well awesome and i promise i won't put anybody on the hot seat i'm will never do that i never shame anybody no judgment all solutions for real people. Mm -hmm. It's important. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That was uh, um, when you did your TED talk. One of the, the, the you started out by going and and do it again real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because that that is a affirmative uh, sound that makes everybody feel just a little bit more comfortable. Mm -hmm. It actually is. I call it a huddle. I call it a huddle and it really is. I have so much science behind it. I've written a whole book about the science, about how just making that sound alone will make you feel more satisfied. Mm -hmm. And when you do that sound with somebody else, you feel more satisfied together. It's amazing. It really is. Uh, it yeah. makes you feel like more of a couple. And the other thing I love about you, what you do is you talk a lot in, about uh, in sports vernacular. So you, yeah. you talk about being a team and, and, and working together and, and to create the life that you want as a couple and uh, as people. And I, I think it's just wonderful what you do. I do too. Thank you very much. I have, I have a program called the Intimacy Game Plan, and it is it's a relationship program that's set up literally like a sports team. And I've been working with couples and individuals like this for two decades, so I know it works. So let's get into it, shall we? Because what mm -hmm. we've done, because this is our premiere episode here, I can't tell you how many people are going to give us a call because we're new to the Kixie audience. We're, I've been on KKNW for close to 20 years. Um, and so this is, it's a different audience, but some of them are the same. And so, you know, I, and so we've dragged some over from KKNW over to here as well. So, so I want to give out the phone numbers if, uh, and we'll do this often throughout the course of the day so that if you have a desire to talk to Amy, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. And the phone numbers are 866-880-5494. And so you're, you're certainly welcome to give us a call, but we also have, because of the demographics of the show, we've also got some questions and some things that we're going to discuss from people who actual real live human being people who, call, who called in and talked to you and they had questions and they couldn't necessarily be here, but they wanted to uh, give us 
some questions that we could work with. So, uh, so you have some ideas and some questions to, to throw out there. I do. I do. So we'll start with one that is a very common one that I have, which is what do you do when you're in a relationship and you have very different interest levels in sexual frequency and activity type? Well, that is a very common one, right? I, I can't begin to even know how you fix that. I mean, that oh. is that that in in my world and my friend's world, because I've been, you know, around a little bit. Um, it's, it's a really hard discussion to have an honest dialogue about because nobody, <laughs> at least in my, at least in my marriage, nobody wanted to tell the truth. Well, it's a, because there really aren't words for it. That's the way I say it. Why don't we talk about these things? Because there really aren't words for it. True. And you can't talk about desires but uh i'm going to address this if i if i may Please. so uh in a relationship and and um one of my favorite examples of this is in clinical therapy they have a label because they love labels that uh is called sdd sexual desire discrepancy that's what they call it when people have different um interests different levels of uh hunger, if you will, appetites. And that's exactly the word that I use is appetites. And if you have different appetites, that makes you actually human. <laughs> we never meet somebody we have the same appetite as. And you know, as I say this, what you eat when you're alone and how much you eat when you're alone is different than what you eat and how much you eat when you're with somebody also. The goal is though, is that we all have different appetites. The goal is to be able to share what you love with someone you love. So what you do when you have different interest levels and sexual frequency and activity types is the same as that you do when you have different appetites. You schedule dinner. And ah. Yeah, I'm all about it. So sometimes you pick the pizza and some the next time you pick the pizza i'm not in the mood to eat well you're in a relationship and that's part of being in a relationship so i don't care if they schedule their pizza dinner for once a month or once a week as long as they schedule it and as long as they take turns choosing who who picks the pizza that way they're both involved part of it go I want to hear I have, the question I had for you. The first one would be how many people who after the first blush of the relationship and the first blush of marriage and they get into their routine, how many people actually have got a a like sexual appetite? It seems to me like people are so different that some may say one may say, yes, yes, yes. One may say eh, that's so fast. Um, and do most couples have got a difference in sexual appetite? Absolutely, because you're two completely different people, just like we have a different appetite for dinner and we have a different appetite for food. So we're, it's normal to have different appetites and at different times of our lives, we have different appetites. You know, but when you're a kid, you can eat tons of carbs. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you get older, it, that right, you want more. And that's exactly it. When you're older, you want more gourmet. Right. So your, you taste, 
your tastes have to increase, which means that your skills have to increase. But if we don't have, we, we're trying to figure it out. Where are we learning these skills? Where are we learning how to with each other? So we get into a rut because we keep eating the same pizza over and over. <laughs> the same darn pizza every week. Yes. Every week, same pizza. And that's exactly how I describe it when you get into a relationship. You know, normally Kevin likes pepperoni pizza and Jackie likes pineapple pizza. But when they got into a relationship, they liked, they loved each other more. So they were like, we both love mushroom pizza. Let's get a mushroom pizza. I love you. You love me. I love mushroom. Two years later, they're still eating mushroom pizza. If I have another <laughs> mushroom, I'm going to shoot myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, and neither one of them feels like they can ask for what they want or get what they want. It feels it all feels like a chore. So I, I gotta ask you, why is it? Why do we do that to ourselves? We we go through the romance, we go through the we we love each other, we go get the ring, it's exciting, we get married, it's exciting, we go on the honeymoon, hopefully, and mm -hmm. it's exciting. You get to talk to a bunch of people, you get to set up your house, everything that you're doing is new and stuff. Where does where do we lose it? Oh, and why do we lose the communication? I could go on for this for forever. There's so many ways I could talk about it. The, the thing is, is that we expect it to happen naturally. We think of sex, love and relationships as, as natural and we expect them to happen naturally. But then we get into a relationship and when it doesn't happen naturally, we feel broken and then we start to feel guilt, shame and blame. And because we think we're supposed to naturally know how to do it. Society tells you you're supposed to naturally know how to do it. And then if you start to go, okay, we need to talk about it. One person wants to talk about their emotional connection. The other person wants to have sex to make a physical connection. But neither one of those. That's why I use a team approach. You can't talk your way to a good baseball team. But, but that's, so why does it happen? It happens because we get into a power struggle. The same as you would if you were on a, a, a baseball team. You join the team and you're like, look, we joined the team. <laughs> look, we, we made the team. But then after the third week, you're like, why do we have to practice? I don't want to run laps. Can't we just play? <laughs> well, and, and then some of us, um, we join the team and we're excited to be on the team. And, we're, and then we sit on the bench. Yes. We're number 10 or number 11 in skill set. And so now being on the team isn't very important because we're not getting to play. Right. Oh, yeah. And then that and then you're sitting like feeling like you're sitting on the bench and the other person feels like they're cleaning up the whole stadium. <laughs> exactly. See, the sports analogy works. Mm -hmm. it, it really does. And mm -hmm. so how do you advise people to break through the conversation of look i love you i want to i want to be intimate with you but mm. you don't seem to want to be intimate with me how do you break into that conversation to make that work well this is my unique approach no more talking enough talking Enough. I've had enough talking and I, and I am a certified therapist, but enough talking. So what I want people to do and what I see people doing those two people in that relationship is I see them resisting 
It's like they wake up every morning and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm alive. What a beautiful day. Oh, yeah, I'm mad at you. Oh, yeah, I'm resisting you. It's like a cloak they have to put on. So from my point of view, where they look like they're stuck in a really difficult situation, from my seat, I look and I see two people who want connection and they don't know how. So they need permission. And so I say, okay, meet me in an hour and we're going to hum together. We're going to huddle together. We're going to do that. Mm -hmm. That's it. We're not going to talk about our problem. No, you know what? We're going to talk about your problem in how about a month? How about we talk about it? Okay, no, you can't wait a month. All right, four days. I have something I call a four-day challenge. And I'll say, how about we talk about it then? But for now, you're just going to do this huddle. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see in four days, we'll talk about it. But what happens is in four days, they're like, what, what was it? Because it was the connection. It's a connection that you can feel without talking, without trying to have sex. It's about actually sharing yourself. Even if you're in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh now you've been around for a long time and you've been doing this for a long time and you've worked with tons and tons of people i suspect Mm -hmm. that the disassociation with between people which leads to divorce oftentimes is caused by their lack of functionality in the bedroom and their lack of cohesiveness is that am i close is that even part of the deal I complete. I think that's completely the deal. And even when couples will say to me, well, that wasn't it. I'll say, yeah, actually, then tell me what it was. And it'll come down to it. Oh, yeah, it was. I call it um, except when that that's my new that's my new phrase, except when we have a great sex life. We have a great love life, except when, except when I have a headache, except when I'm mad at him, except when she's being, you know, up, uh, uh, angry, except when the kids are sick, except when, but that except when becomes a lot of exceptions to the rules. Where are the rules? Show me the rules. And the rules would state, as they do in my program, on Wednesday, we practice making this sound together. What does it take? 30 seconds? It'll change your relationship. Just like if you were sick, no matter what state you were in, you'd show up for basketball practice. Even if you weren't able to play that day, you would go just to support your team. I'm sick. I can't play today, but I'm here. Okay, love you guys. (laughs) So it's how you show up. So Yeah, now using that little uh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, Mm-hmm. Um, you're rewiring people's brains, aren't you? Yes. Rewiring. I know that, you, that is something that you know quite a little bit about. Yes. Yes. It's, it's all based on the yeah. nervous system and you're rewiring yourself to feel safe in connection with your partner. Oh yeah. This is that sound we do. It immediately starts to take you, take you to that connection. The sound means okay. And yes, and I'm here and I'm willing to make a sound with you. Even though I'm mad at you, I'm sharing my mood without having to get lost in words because it's the words that cause all the damage. If I go, mm-hmm, you know exactly how I'm feeling without me having to go, I'm bad, I'm frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that one before. And you know, uh, it's popping in my head, so I'll share it. You know, people, I, I hear from a lot of, of men that they're going, you know, she wants me to be more emotionally intelligent. 
more emotionally available. What does that, what is she talking about? And I'm like, oh, I'll explain it to you. So it's like in sports, you know, when you're connecting with your partner, you don't have to lo- use words. You're going, throw the ball, throw the ball, just by, with those movements. And then your the partner responds by going, huh, hey, oh, those little sounds, those are the cues and the pulses that we respond to that we can feel. Mm-hmm. So this makes an even playing field. Men and women are we're speaking the same language. And that's the language of intimacy. These sounds, mm-hmm. these are your body's nervous systems way yeah, of communicating. And that is what our nervous systems do. We uh, letting out our frequency, our moods. Mm-hmm. When you, when you do it and frame it like you're framing it, it makes people feel better that are around you um, because they can see or they can hear what you're really thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, right, because you're right. If it's like, do you want to go? Oh, uh, 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 that's a, that presents, that gives you a whole different attitude about what they perceive about whatever it is that you're asking about. Right. And for a relationship, when you're in a relationship, we have a tendency to trigger each other because we're naturally defensive. We're human. <laughs> so if somebody comes at us and says, hey, can you, we're, our naturally is to go, well, 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 what? Uh-huh. So by, um, as soon as you, as you start to feel your nervous system respond, you immediately go, uh-huh. So you're connecting to yourself so that you can be present for, for the other person without falling over or having to be defensive all the time. It's like a reminder, I'm here, uh-huh, huh, uh-huh. Those little cues. And even when you're communicating with somebody, you know, like a man, I'm just kidding, sort of. But if you're communicating with somebody and you wanna make them less defensive, one of the little tiny cues that you can do is send out a, hey, because right before you say it, whatever you're gonna say, because that way they get the message of what's coming. Hey, hey, you're letting them know, you're setting the tone for what's coming so that they can hear you and they know what's coming. So if it's like, hey, I need your help, they know what's happening. Hey, you set the tone. Hey, I need your help. Totally different. But you're setting the tone with that. A lot of times I hear people say, I don't feel understood. And and I'm so this practicing these sounds helps you feel so that someone can feel you and that's where understanding comes from and and by the way if you do it if you do those sounds and i'm speaking as a man here if you do those sounds and that sounds rather seductive and you're asking me to take out the garbage i'll take out the garbage Mm -hmm. Um, because i'm you're transmitting a great mood to me that has promise that perhaps mm-hmm. today will be the day. Mm-hmm. And in my TED talk, that, that reminds me of my TED talk, I actually say when you're asking him to do something for you, add the phrase for me at the end of it. Can you take out the trash for me? And what that does is it triggers somebody's purpose. Now I'm not just doing another chore. I have purpose. I'm doing it for someone. I want to be their hero. I want to serve. That's how we are as humans. And she will appreciate it no end when you do that rather than saying, I'll get to it. Just leave me alone. I'll get to it. Right. But if you, if you approach it like that, he might get to it a little faster. 
Yeah, that for me, it adds a purpose to it instead of ugh, another chore. Mm-hmm. And I share that, that, you know, other people, women, respond to being loved. <laughs> so it's, I love it. I love it. I love it when you take out the trash before I even get to it. That's one way to get her to take out the trash. I love it when you make lasagna. <laughs> Why don't we do that more? Is it is it that we just get caught up in our day to day lives and stuff like that, and we don't we don't especially you know when you're married to somebody. I was for 24 years. Uh, when you're married to somebody, you've done you've gone through the wars with them, and you've had you know. There's not a whole lot about my wife, either closed or unclosed, that I didn't know about. Hmm. But still we had a barrier between us as far as our intimacy and how that worked. And it became like, I don't know, like you're just more like just, you're just friends. You're not, you're not the intimate, you know, and that, that makes it hard for everybody. Oh yeah. That's a horrible feeling. Um, you know, the roommate phase and then other people here, well, we're good team. We do, we're good at teamwork. So it's like, that means that you have a life of a lot of administration, just like a team. You're running the team without the practices and without the games. Where's the fun? Where's the practices and where are the games? And what is it that we're practicing and what are the games? And that's what I help with. So I I have people schedule and then we go through this move and that move and this move, just like you would if you were playing baseball. You put on your uniform. You stand in this position, we do a huddle together, then we do this step together, then we do this move, and then the game unfolds. It's awesome. By the way, we're we're talking with Amy (laughs) Color. Go to amycolor.com and you can find out all and that's C-O-L-O-R, just like just like the I don't know, the color. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you can go to our website and you can learn all the information about the intimacy game plan and all of the stuff that she does and listen to the Ted talk. The Ted talk got a standing ovation at the end of it. That's why it's been viewed 1.1 million times and it had an impact. The the part I liked about it the best was um, the camera would, uh, when you would say something and the camera would pan the audience and you would have husbands pointing at wives and wives pointing at husbands in, in a good natured uh, laughing in a laughing way going, yeah. you know, that's, that's how you are. That's how and it. And that's, it, that's my whole thing is that they say that relationships take a lot of work and I'll talk to husbands and I'll say, what do you think it's going to take to turn this around? They'll go, Oh, we're going to have to do a lot of work. And the truth is that what you have to learn to do is play together So that's what happens is that in a week, relationships are going, oh, my God, this is what was missing. I know you stopped playing together. So it's it's you don't have to stop working so hard and learn to play together. Yeah, I I, I tell you, you make a world of sense and I love you and you're doing this. (laughs) This is really cool. I am in. I'm having a really good time uh, talking to you and, and uh, we need to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about more about, um, and I know that you've got more questions that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. and, uh, and stuff. And maybe one of them might even be when, when she says, I I don't know, I just don't like sex anymore. And, or he says, 
he says, well, you know, uh, I've got this medical problem and I, I can't, I, I can't function the way I used to. And so I don't even want to give it a try. Uh, can oh. we talk about those things? Oh God. Yes. Let's let's. <laughs> I wish my wife would ever have said that. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. You're listening to positive talk radio, a local show on KIXI. Hope you stay with us. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Positive Talk Radio on KIXI. And by the way, we also are on KKNW on Monday, Wednesday, and also on Friday. So our goal is to create a positive environment for all of us to live life just a little bit better and to recognize that ultimately we are all one and we need to care for each other and we really can work together to achieve life the way that we would really like to live it. And one of the things that is huge in our society amongst many societies, I suspect, 
is the our relationship to each other and our ability to relate on a very very fundamental level and i can't think of anything more fundamental than sex what do you do when you're in a relationship and she says you know i just don't like it anymore i just don't i'd like to do it or he is no longer functioning the way he did when he was 26 and by the way guys that happens it happens to a lot of us but that doesn't have to end your life oh goodness no I'm gonna, go ahead uh, so i'm i'm going to share that i have renamed sex sharing sensual pleasure perfect mm -hmm. because we think of sex as penetration and an orgasm as the goal and everybody's missing the very best part of it and it doesn't it isn't about a penetration and it isn't about an orgasm so for that person who says to me that they're in a relationship and they don't like sex anymore then i'd say you're still part of the team so you still have to show up but what you're going to do is going to be even better than what you've been having all along because that's why they're saying they don't want sex anymore is because it was never about pleasure <laughs> an orgasm is supposed to be sex is supposed to be about sexual pleasure but pleasure is the most overlooked element of a great life of a great relationship of a great love life pleasure is the most overlooked element of our lives period we're all so busy anyways that's for another conversation but that's why when i talk, call it sharing sensual pleasure a that's vulnerable that's why making that sound feels vulnerable mm, it's vulnerable and that is what we want to share and when you think of it that way your whole body was meant for pleasure and when we take penetration out of it then we have a whole a whole body of sensual exploration and your partner is there to help you explore all of you that's why you have a partner so you can explore the field so people are getting into a relationship and missing the whole point they're getting into a relationship and still just trying to they're, they're you get on only when you get on that baseball team do you really learn how to play together I find people haven't learned to play together. That's why one person is going, I don't want to play anymore because we've been playing in it. It's always been your game. I don't even know how to play. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to like. I've never had anything I liked. I, I talked to a lot of women in their 50s, 60s, 40s who were like, I don't like it. Well, you've never had anything you like. What if we call it sharing sensual pleasure? Ooh, what's that? Wow. And the same for that gentleman who has erectile dysfunction. And that, quite frankly, is why I started in my work was because if you have erectile dysfunction, how is going to a couples therapist going to help? That's not going to help our sex life. And pills aren't going to help a sex. That's not skills. Pills are not skills, as I say. So for that same person who th who is unable to because of erectile dysfunction, I say also, this is your whole body of exploration. And I want people to know, I'm always going to do this every chance I get. Public service announcement. A flaccid penis is even more sensitive. You And so you can test it yourself. So they're more sensitive. They can still have pleasure. Enjoy yourself. And you know what you say is so perfect. I had a was having a conversation with another couple, and somehow the subject got onto oral sex, 
and uh, one of the one of the females said, "Oh, ooh, I hate that, and I, I I don't like it, and I don't want to do it." And the other woman said, "Do you give him a back rub?" Well, yeah, I give him a back rub when his back is tired and stuff. I don't understand the difference. It's just it's just a body part, but you're giving pleasure. Is that is that kind of where where you're going with that? Well, there's a whole body to explore. And to me, um, I, I understand that. And I, I've talked to a lot of people who have things about, you know, inner messages or shame or beliefs about certain body parts. And so I come up with solutions. There are lots of ways to give oral or enjoy oral that are not a necessarily penetrative. I actually teach something in my course called the oral free blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> because there are a lot of people who feel that way and because so many people are confused because they think that these moves have to be what they have on porn mm -hmm. or because it's insisted by their partner that they do that so they're not giving with pleasure because to them they're still giving it as a chore so i help people find the pleasure in giving your partner what they want. I love seeing you eat that pineapple pizza with anchovies. You're weird, but I love watching <laughs> you get what you love. <laughs> so I, this is what this is. It's about an exploration to get together. And even those things, there's the history of I've looked into because there's lots of people who don't want to do oral. So I had to look into why is it so important? Why is it important to us? So I've looked into the science. I look into the science of everything. And it's important to us because we go even at our, in our darkest places, because our privates are called privates for a reason. Even in our most private places, you still find me delicious. And I can tell you that just like that sound that I make, mm -hmm, it creates saliva. And there is such a huge connection between saliva and our aliveness and our neurotransmitters and, and uh, satisfaction. So saliva is pretty magical stuff, I got to tell you. Mm -hmm. By the way, again, we're talking with uh, Amy Culler. Go to amyculler.com. Find out all you need to know about her, and she can help you. Um, as a matter of fact, if you have a question for her, and would like to talk to talk to us right now. Um, I have a number here. I'd love for you to call. And it's, it's 866-880-5494. Um, that's 866-880-5494 or Kixi, K-I-X-I, -I, the last four letters. Because she can she can talk to you and Jen. If you have a question, um, there's no shame in it. It's it's all um, designed to help you, um, and and perhaps your partner a little bit, uh, because you know I see. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I've been out of high school for fifty years, uh, close to fifty years, and of all the kids that got married out of high school, and there were probably thirty or forty of them. Um, mm -hmm. two, two that's two couples are still together uh, everybody else is in their second third marriage and and it's so all of those things that they thought they knew and wanted when they were young it hasn't worked out for them and i would love for people to to understand the, the love can be kept in stuff for people mm -hmm. um, 
and so it's 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 really cool so if you've got a question please give us a call and amy would love to talk to you um but because you've got so much to say and you've been doing this for a long time and it really you you i was looking at some of your um reviews or testimonials and and it's like you take it you're you're so pleasant to talk to and you take away all the fear and all the shame and all the stuff that surrounds it so that you can get to the core issues Mm -hmm. that really are important to get to if you're going to get past this right Mm -hmm. yes absolutely so you know i want to what you were saying about those you know the kids in high school who get married and now they're on their second and their third relationships and the issue with that is is that what you were saying exactly that we get into a relationship because we think we know what we want we think we know it but what we really want is the reason you get on that sports team is so that you can grow your skills so that you can find your signature move uh-huh or your your favorite dish yeah, so that you can get really good at that thing that you love and everybody has a love of sexuality and also a fear of it it's innate to have a love and a fear of it why is that because it's private Ah. Uh uh-huh that's why and that's why i think people there's so much confusion these days if i may is because we're trying to make public something that's really private so and there aren't words for it so we're trying to label things that are private and and they're trying to make public labels on things that are private so you can't there doesn't work how much has porn polluted our relationships oi a lot in my book i love this question because it's something people come to me about all the time and i have no porn shame I even talk about how when it comes to skills, I've actually helped porn performers learn to perform better. So I have no shame. I would never shame anybody for it, but I have the science behind it and a deep understanding. The first porn that I saw was Debbie Does Dallas. That's how old I am. <laughs> oh, and, the, and, <laughs> oh, and the, at the same time, there was another one called The Green Door. Yes, yes, exactly. But they had a story and especially like Debbie does Dallas, they were raising money for the cheerleaders. And if they showed their boobs, then they got extra extra money, right? So they kept making extra and extra money. And they had little scenarios. Now there's no pizza boy. Now there's nothing but just the, the money shot, so to speak. So it's missing any playfulness. It's missing even costumes. So back in my day, if couples would be like, hey, let's watch a ba-bow, wow, ba-ba-bow, wow, chicka-bow, wow. <laughs> Nowadays, it's just, now it's like violent. So it's missing pleasure. It's missing connection. They're actually like circus performers, you know. You know? Um, so it's but- impacted it a lot because it trains the brain it's so intense instead of playful. It doesn't have playfulness to it. It's so intense. It's like just watching the violent part of the movie. So it's training the brain. It's got a certain amount of shame and guilt after you watch it. Wow. Did I just do that while I was watching that? Oh my God, what's wrong with me? So it, 
it's true. So it has a certain amount of, of ga- uh, guilt and shame that follow it rather than pleasure. Where's the pleasure? Where's the connection? And I say the same to women who are, you know, uh, attracted to their vibrators. So I have no shame about watching porn. I have no shame about vibrators. But what you do in your relationship is a practice of sharing sensual pleasure. So what I'd say to that couple, because I want to make sure that since we brought it up, I give solutions because I say I'm all about solutions. So what I say to that couple who she said that she doesn't want sex anymore, or he's dealing with erectile dysfunction. And I want people to know that even if it's erectile dysfunction, there's vulvular issues, there's pain with intercourse. There's a lot of reasons why people can't penetrate. So please know that you are a delicious, alive human being. But what I say to that couple is schedule for tomorrow, not even tonight. Let's do it now. No, schedule it for tomorrow. Anticipation is the best aphrodisiac. Let your nerves come up, build that feeling that tomorrow at, you know, 7 p.m., we're going to just sit next to each other or we're going to sit back to back for a minute, set a timer on your watch and just go, uh huh. Uh huh. Will it feel weird? Yeah, but you'll feel good at the end of it. Mm hmm. You'll be relaxed. You will have spent a minute connecting vibrationally without talking, without having sex, without complaining, without having an action. It's like a little mini mini meditation. And like I say, intimacy is a place you go to together. So it doesn't matter for that couple who doesn't want to have sex. Fine, go ahead. But can you still be intimate together? Can you still lean against each other's backs and just be and, and support each other emotionally and physically without having to talk about emotions or do a physical activity. That's why this works. It's vulnerable because it's playful and it works. Mm-hmm. You know, you also, when you are back to back like that, you're saying to them, it's all right, honey, I have your back. Yeah, exactly. And when I practiced this recently with a husband in my office, because he has a really hard time being comfortable in connection. So he came in and we're practicing it back to back. And I'm going, you know, I want you to go home and practice this with your wife. But once he got really into the relaxed place where he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as soon as he did that, I jiggled my back <laughs> and started making funny noises because that's exactly it. Life is about being playful, being in the moment, allowing connection to happen allowing the moods to change, not having to be so serious. Mm-hmm. You know, when did sex get so serious? Wasn't there a time when we enjoyed just hanging around with each other and, and, and stuff. And then now it's, it's like performance anxiety and you got to do this right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, I'm going to answer this question and uh, I'm, I'm opening myself to, I'm open to conversations. So don't hate me for this one. But a lot of it became when women were like, hey, we get to enjoy this. We want more out of our men. We want to have great sex. Women enjoy sex too. It was when we took back that power. And then men were like, what? We're supposed to do what? Excuse me, huh? <laughs> Do you, did you ever see the movie when Harry met Sally? Oh goodness. Yes, of course. And the famous line from that movie was I'll have whatever she's having, but she was, she was all she was doing during that scene was telling him, Oh yeah, we fake it all the time. Yeah. And he's no, you can't. And so she demonstrated how she can fake it. 
Mm -hmm. I got news for you, Kevin. Lots of men fake it too. Really? <laughs> I love that I get that response. Yeah, lots of men fake it too. Yep, there are a lot of men these days having a hard time finishing the game, so to speak. So at a certain point, they fake it. And I can, and then that's probably because the other, their partner is now tired of it and wants it to be over. Well, it's that. It's also the, I think there's an embarrassment or pressure. I'm supposed to, the shoulds. They're trying, people are trying to have sex, trying to get an erection, trying to finish instead of just enjoying each other. So I help people just enjoy each other and get rid of the expectations. But part of the reason uh, men today are having a hard time orgasming is because of porn. They're like, wait, where's that image? Where's that thing that's gonna, instead of actually being able to tune in and feel pleasure, they can barely feel their bodies. So my whole system, everything I do is about, oh, oh, wow, that does feel good. So sometimes I work with people who've been married for 20 and 30 years and they're like, oh, oh, this is what we can thank you. Oh, this is what we, and that's exactly, yeah. So I, I love my job. <laughs> isn't, isn't it kind of like an energetic connection? Exactly. And it's your willingness, the agreement for that energetic connection. That's what gets you out of the power struggle and to the love your man phase. Oh, that's, that's, that is really cool because, you know, we are energetic beings in the physical body mm -hmm. and we can, but if we are combining our energy and there's a certain flow to it, we can, we can, then, then nothing else matters. It doesn't matter what you, how you perform or, or you made, gee, gee, Bill, you did that move great or any of that, that kind of stuff, because you're now in tune energetically with your partner I, it, those are all the words attuned and the energy i even describe us as batteries and how when you sit together and when you're going mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you're recharging yourself and you can even do it alone because sometimes we're one battery and you got to be able to recharge yourself yeah <laughs> that is that is also so true right um yes so you know sadly we are going to run out of time out of on, on our first show together you are delightful i have to tell you Ah, oh, thank you, Kevin. I really enjoyed. Thank you for this conversation. Well, and we've got uh, about five minutes left. And so what I'd like to do is to, I'm going to step aside and I'd like you to tell our audience anything that you would like them to know. Okay, gladly. Thank you so much. I am Amy Color, the Intimacy Coach. I've got a program called the Intimacy Game Plan, and I created this out of a need that I saw between talk therapy and pills and porn, how to actually connect and grow together as a team and getting to know yourselves and each other emotionally and physically for a lifetime. I love that thought so much. And it's what I was looking for in my own relationship. And what I think we need more of in the world is love. We need to learn how to love each other. We get into relationships and we want it because we love each other. And then we stop making love. How do we expect love to, ha to ex create itself on its own? We have to learn how to continually making it. And that is not a performance. As I say, I helped 
porn performers, but then they came back to me because they're like, well, how do I have an actual relationship? Because making love comes from a consistency of loving actions, showing up for yourself and each other. Mm -hmm. So I am here. I'm happy to help. I speak man. You speak man. You speak woman. Ooh. I speak man. Well, I think that's the hard part is that there's so much theory and there's not enough solutions. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a trauma therapist. So when thing, you know, if people are trying things together and things come up, what do we do? We've got me. And that happens more. Um, I got just a couple of minutes. Darn it. I'm going to have to have you back because um, well, you're going to come back anyway. I'm going to make you come back. But one of the things that happens with people, then uh, there's a gentleman who's written a book about it. And he, his wife was sexually abused as a child. And again, as a teenager and again, as a young adult, but she lost it in her memory because it was so horrific. And then it came back when they got into a relationship. And how does he negotiate the minefield of all of these things that had gone on and provide her with the loving place where she feels comfortable and set? Does that make sense? Absolutely. She's, they're not the only ones. So many people have trauma in their past and it comes up in intimacy as everything does. So I'd love to address that with you and help so many people. It is a huge, huge, huge obstacle to people living a better life. Honored to help. Truly honored. I would, I would love to spend a whole show on that. I look uh, forward to it. Let's do it. Exactly. So I got something for you. Now we do shorts and we are on, on, um, Instagram and TikTok and all those guys. I did one just the other day and you said, you said one of the things that, that is paramount. And I want to see if you can pick out the, what the, what song this is from. There's nothing you can, can, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can sing that can't be sung, but you can learn how to play the game it's easy. Nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can save that can't be saved. But you can learn how to be you in time. It's easy. All you need is love. That's beautiful. All you need is love. That's the one. Do, 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 do. All you need is love. Oh, you love. can sing. I wish I could sing. That would be so nice. I'm but sure you can. <laughs> I, I was told by my drama coach I could sing in a, in a choir of 50 or more. So, but, so that's why I don't sing. And that's what happens. That's another thing we got to talk about is the things that people say to us that we take to heart and it affects our entire life. Stop listening to other people. They don't know nothing. <laughs> Amy Collar has been our guest. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I've enjoyed the heck out of it. And uh, amycollar.com. She's the, uh, the intimacy coach. And go find out all about her. And uh, I say this at the show at the end of every show that I do. I've got over 900 shows in the last three years. And uh, what I say to everybody is, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.